Hello, and welcome to our new podcast, Decoding Seafood. Here, we are going to talk about how influencers in the digital space are a great source to educate consumers about seafood. Today, we are thrilled to have Katie Caulfield, owner and CEO of Foodie Tribe. Katie, thanks for joining us on our new podcast. We are very excited to have you here today. Hi, everyone. I am so excited to be recording this podcast uh, with the Moe team today and to really dive in into why we feel influencers are educators. I see. So tell us about Foodie Tribe and how it all got started. Definitely. So Foodie Tribe, let's see, she is officially... She turns, I think, seven in uh, in January, which is very exciting for us. Okay. Uh, in the last seven years, we've grown substantially. Our main focus always has been influencer marketing. I myself was a blogger. Right. So I'd go out to local Miami restaurants and I'd bring Ali, my co-founder, as my plus one. And we quickly started to realize that um, there was a space in the market for an agency to work as a liaison between bloggers, influencers, and now we call them content creators, and the different agencies and brands that wanted to collaborate with them, um, which ultimately led us to forming our relationship with Moe that we've had for, I think, over three years now, where we've had the opportunity to partner on many, many different campaigns across the spectrum of the Moe portfolio. Indeed. Uh, We've been working with you and your team for a little over three years. And let me tell you, I feel like we have discovered the great opportunity that U.S. consumers have to learn more about seafood in general. Definitely. It's it's been uh, such a wild ride to see. Before we worked with Moe, you know, honestly, even the Foodie Tribe team has learned a ton. I feel like it's very... um, for a lot of people, it's very easy to just talk about meat all the time. And, uh, you know, fish and seafood is a, is a whole different ball game. Uh, so over yeah, the yeah, last true. three years, we've really identified a very clear plan as to the type of influencers that makes the most sense to create content for the Moe brands. Um, and specifically influencers that are able to easily illustrate ways to not only enjoy seafood, um, you know, specifically salmon when we're talking about the Moe brand, but also just make it very approachable. So over the last three years, the influencers that we've worked with, there are some that we work with on a very consistent basis, which I'll talk a little bit more about her later in the show, uh, Gigi Ashworth with Gigi Eats. Ah, yeah. um, but then we also collaborate with new influencers. As we know, the market is ever-changing and uh, there's new creators popping up every day. Right, right. By working with a variety of companies, some of them in the food industry, um, what is the most common challenge that the consumers have? You know, it's funny because I think that uh, specifically, you know, with the reason why Foodie Tribe works so well for myself, Ali, and our team is we are all very avid foodies. So, you know, I don't go out to restaurants too much because I have, you know, two small children. Um, but I therefore create a ton of recipes at home and I've seen it as a consumer and I've tried to kind of take what I've seen, uh, and what I've needed as a consumer and I, and, and put that in our influencer strategies. And it's really about creating recipes that are easy to replicate and not a ton of ingredients, right? I feel like when a consumer sees an Instagram post or now, um, you know, there's a lot of heavy TikTok recipe creation and we see, you know, an ingredient that we've can barely pronounce or that we've never heard of. You know, I had a conversation with my sister-in-law the other day who was 
recreating a recipe and uh, she needed to order something on Amazon that she had never heard of. Um, I think the key here, and we do it specifically with our recipes with the different Moe brands, is to make sure that it's easy, it's approachable, and again, we're using you know fish and seafood, so just make it a little bit less scary to, to put together. Thanks, Katie. What is a general recommendation you can give consumers when watching and listening to content in the digital space? There is so much information. Um, you know, specifically with Moe, when I started working with uh, Diana and the team, there were a few influencers that she specifically wanted to work with. And um, there's this one influencer that changed so drastically in the last three years where, you know, we had partnered with him. He enjoyed salmon and, and seafood and um you know, farm raised essentially, and then, you know, did a complete 180. And I think something to keep in mind is always stay true to yourself. Um, You know, I specifically stick to a very tight knit group of content creators that I am constantly going to their pages Mm -hmm. for content. And I think a great thing about Instagram and um, TikTok is you're able to save these pieces of content. Uh, So you can go back like I, for example, will be saving content all throughout the week. And on Sunday, I sit down and I do meal planning and meal prepping. And that's kind of when we're putting together our strategies. Um, You know, we specifically call out those type of pieces. So like a lot of the projects that we work on with Moe or Marine Harvest, for example, is like it's a 30 minute quick one sheet pan recipe so it's easy you can plug it in the oven while your kids are doing their homework and you've got a really great meal on the table in 30 minutes do you see a specific content area that is more prominent or that has grown in the past years Mm -hmm. you know i think that seafood is is coming up like i mentioned earlier um in the show uh people have always it's always been easy to throw a steak on the grill or throw a steak on a skillet, or put together a pasta dish. I think people are very, you know, uh, during the pandemic and stuff, people were home. Um, People are more health conscious now. You know, not that we weren't before, but, you know, a, a, a simple salmon in an air fryer or in the oven with a little bit of olive oil and salt and you're ready to go. Uh, is magical. And I think that that's starting to really become more of a trend. We are going to hear later in another podcast from Gigi, from Gigi Eats, who we've partnered with on several Moe activations. And if you go to her Instagram account, you know, you're going to see a lot of information about seafood in general. She's grown substantially. I think when we first partnered with her, she was definitely around like the 50K range. And now she's pushing 400,000 followers. And her content is only about salmon. Um, So I think that just shows that if her audience has grown that much over the last couple of years, that clearly the industry is growing and consumers are hungry to learn about creating more recipes, you know, with salmon and seafood specifically. Who watches most of this content? So when we talk about Target age groups and demographic information, it really depends on, there's a lot of factors. So Ali and I always laugh when people talk to us uh, about TikTok and how we kind of got into that space and started including that in our different client strategies. A year ago, if you would have told us, you know, you got to be on TikTok, who'd have said, "Eh, I don't think so, right? It's a younger demographic. There's a lot of 13-year-olds dancing, Uh, you know, it's not really the space for brands to spend money on. Uh, 
a year later, a completely different ball game. Right. We have, uh, you know, specific to Foodie Tribe, we have brands that are partnering with us only to create TikTok content. So what does that mean? That means that the age demographic and that target audience has completely shifted. We ha- Yes, we still have the 12, 13, 14-year-olds, but now we have people like my parents who are in their early 60s who, honestly, I think my mom consumes more TikTok content than I do. Um, so this is this is clearly an opportunity, right? And these are people, you know, we're talking about salmon and we're talking about seafood. It's usually a higher cost. Um, you know, when you go to the grocery store versus buying like, you know, a, a piece of chicken. So we want it. That's, that's the perfect target for us, right? Like yeah. those are the type of people that we want to go after. So now we're very slowly transitioning you know, big corporate brands into understanding that TikTok is a market that we should start investigating and, and kind of, you know, maybe doing an A-B test. Like, you know, Instagram is still creating beautiful content, but Instagram now is very video heavy because of, specifically because of the way that TikTok has changed the landscape. So it's just about understanding that, you know, a strategy on Instagram is still different on TikTok, but audience are now pretty similar. Yeah, great perspective on the world of content creators. What is a fun or unique trend spotted on content platforms that you have seen in seafood? Is it the same or different for salmon? You know, again, I think that, you know, six months to a year ago, I would have said that Instagram was more of that. It still is not. Don't get me wrong. It's still beautiful content, high caliber type of content, which when you think about seafood and you think about salmon, you think higher quality. Right. Um, especially in relation to the Moe brand. So you're thinking Instagram, but things are changing. Um, we are not just seeing like people throw a slab of meat on a grill on TikTok anymore. We have, in, you know, influencers that are creating beautiful, beautiful content, doing the same thing on TikTok, just in a different in a different light. You know, uh, we yeah. have had influencers, we've tested this, where we've had one influencer create an Instagram reel and create a TikTok video a little bit different as same kind of concept, but uh, different angles, different take and the engagement on a TikTok video that her TikTok video specifically was three times higher than it was on the Instagram reel. Um, and because of that, it just skyrocketed the campaign and overall campaign engagement. So ideally, if you're looking to test the waters, you do a little bit of both. Um, but really, it's 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 growing on on the TikTok side as well. Thank you, Katie, for contributing to this podcast. It is certainly a unique perspective when we think of sources of learning more about seafood. Through Foodie Tribe, Moe has created a unique way to reach out to U.S. consumers through real and honest content created by content creators. And we like the fact that content creators speak highly about our product based on their experience with our product and their own research and interpretation. We're glad that Moe brand has been recognized for what it truly is. Definitely. And and just to kind of close up and conclude, I think the long story short here is to understand is to see that, you know, with this Moe partnership with our influencers and the content that we are creating, it's just more of an understanding that influencers are concerned about our planet, you know, how the food that they consume affects not only Mother Earth, but their health. Um, And that's why we're seeing definitely an uptick in different recipes that involve salmon and seafood. Um, you know, particularly what Foodie Tribe is trying to do is just continue to put Moe and Moe brands at the forefront. So when people 
think about cooking salmon they think moe um you know and, and the overall transparency of the the brand but yeah you know thank you so much for having me here and letting me highlight the awesome work that moe is doing and um looking forward to listening to the other podcasts